Good morning, good morning. Is it working? Yeah, great. You know, I've been watching yesterday. I was working on my Facebook a little bit of my personal profile, and I realized every opening of the podcast on Facebook is me going like this. <laughs> so when I was scrolling, I go, oh my God, Maria. 300, 400 hours later, and this is the opening on Facebook. Oh, welcome everyone to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. And honestly, I was reading the chapter today that uh, Marie-Pierre uh, split up into three for, for Jean-Philippe Jacques. He's going to be going first with the introduction to rules. He has a beautiful story to share with you and a few questions that if you're leaning in and you're writing them down, I think they're going to be fun for your multi-level marketing uh, splits and team meetings, you know. And then she split it up with Sabrina, where she's going to be talking about how is your brain working? Is it judging you or are you being the jury? I call it judging others, right? How is it actually working your brain? So I'm excited for you to hear that part. And then Marie-Pierre, model or perfection? And, and a lot of us, this is the problem, is we're seeking perfection. And perfection is tough because if you're seeking perfection, we'll never, 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 never be happy. Anyways, long story short, you know, I'm saying thank God we're in the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamond, simply because it's a podcast where it's really raw. There's no preparation. I mean, even me, for God's sakes, I can't still even click on the podcast to be going, wait, you know, with a professional intro. Here I am watching myself and every single podcast for 300 hours going, I'm coming. So as you can see, I don't strive for perfection. I strive for excellence. I strive for being happy every time I get here with you. And I am, because if I'm not happy, well, I don't show up. <laughs> That's because I'm sick or whatever. Right, Jean-Philippe, Marie-Pierre, and Sabrina, and we're all the same. So what I want to share with you, honestly, being on this podcast, not because it's our, you know, there's no money here. This is not a, um, something that we monetize. This is something we do so we can be accountable as leaders like you, Monique. We want to be accountable so we can work on being a better version of ourselves so we can be better leaders. And that's where the money is. You understand, my friends? The money is working on our personal development. So I know that leveling up together and being surrounded by positive people will totally help land these three subjects that Sabrina, Jean-Philippe, and Marie-Pierre are going to bring to you. And the answer is in the podcast. So with no further ado, if you haven't shared the podcast yes, yet, please go, especially you guys in multi-level marketing, make sure you're sharing it on your personal group page. Okay, your team has to listen to this. Otherwise, Sandy, how do you drive somebody that's not driven? Because if you tell them what to do, oh, here she goes again, blah, 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 paragraph three, line four. But if you have third-party validation, 
that helps to inspire your people. So take it away, Jean-Philippe. Yes, thank you, Maria. Good morning, everyone. So yes, we are getting in the chapter about what we call the rules, okay? What are the rules that we impose ourselves? Actually, okay, if we want to understand it in a different way, and we've been working uh, a lot also for those who are doing the conditioning program right now from the SFL about what are your beliefs? So the belief you impose yourself are actually the rules and they will have a huge impact on how you will feel in life. Are you happy or are you living pain? Okay. And not understanding this, that actually what we impose ourselves, it can like ruin the life that we have and like be always uh, somebody that is negative. And to help you understand this, we have a great story from Tony Robbins in uh, in its book. He said that a couple of years ago, like probably long, long times ago, because that book has been written at the beginning of the 90s. I was only two years old. So <laughs> long, long time ago. <laughs> long, long time ago, he was in a trip in Hawaii, okay, for business. But during that trip, okay, they were uh, on one of the most premises uh, hotel uh, on Big Island in Hawaii, and there was to happen a solar eclipse. And like everybody get her, uh, get her to a place where the eclipse will take place. It was in the morning, like around 5.30 a.m. So a lot of people get early families, uh, business people, rich person, people that were just like passing there, even like the citizen of the island were getting there and they were waiting for the solar eclipse that was about to happen. And a lot of people, you feel the excitement just before the eclipse happened. But what, what happened at that moment is the cloud, okay, just getting in front of the sun. So at a moment, people were already starting to feel, oh my God, what is happening? Why is it happening always to me? Okay, there is cloud. But just before okay, it, it started, okay, there was uh, une éclaircie. How do we say une éclaircie, um, Maria? There was a lure of sun that came through the clouds. Like okay. Just a, yeah. And like people were very excited because the solar eclipse was just about to happen or it happened a couple seconds. And then what happened? The cloud just came in front. So they, were, uh, they weren't able to see the solar eclipse. But at some point, even with the cloud, okay, it became total darkness because we call it uh, the totality. Okay, here that it's total dark, okay, and you can't see even if it's right in the day, okay, even with the clouds. And like people were excited, okay, but at that moment, they were not looking at the sun because they could not because of the cloud. They were looking the TV, the TV that was showing from somewhere else in the world what was happening right now with the eclipse. And Tony Robbins, just have a look to the people, how do they react? There is even a man, okay, that has taken his um uh, his photo. C'est quoi un appareil photo? Photo. Camera. Take camera. camera. <laughs> I was he was taking his cell phone, but it did not exist at that moment. <laughs> so he even like crashed camera on the ground okay because he was so angry and a lot of people say oh my god we we flew here and we missed it okay and like i can't 
uh, I, I can't realize that actually we've missed somebody that is so great. And like some kids were telling their parents, but well, actually, mom, it's happening right now. Okay. So he was looking to the reaction of the people. Okay. And what he came to realize is actually what people impose themselves as a rule or as a belief here to determine how they react and how they feel to that event. Okay, so some of them just told themselves that, oh my God, we just like live somebody that was uh, unique. It will take like over 20 years before this event happened. And some of them say, oh my God, we like, uh, we flew uh, in such a great place for such a disappointment. And Tony Robin was like, well, actually, I'm in Hawaii, a paradisiac uh, island where it's great. Yes, I'm here for business, but no matter what is happening, there will be a great moment. So depending on what you tell your brain, okay, it will affect. So it's really what we need to understand, okay, that the way we react and the rule that we impose, okay, ourselves has to be flexible as we can see and let me just like give you another example okay the structure you give yourself okay in your mind okay will have a huge impact on the way you react the price of gas right now okay i don't know if you guys have seen a lot of people react oh my god it's uh, unbelievable and but actually is this something you can control like the clouds Okay, is that something you can control? So here, the structure that you need to give yourself is understanding what can you control and what you cannot control. The circle of influence and the circle of what is the other one? Circle um, of circle of concerns. Circle concerns. of influence. And concern is the, I always forget that one. Okay. So what is that? So the way you structure your mind, okay, will affect also, it's exactly the same con concept here. Okay. So it does not mean that you don't need to have expectation in your life. Okay. For even that you want to see, because people want to see a solar eclipse. Okay. So it's not that you, you lower your expectation. No, on the contrary, is about controlling yourself okay so about being intelligent being flexible and being creative in life because life is flexible life is something that uh, you cannot predict okay at some point in your life so understanding that life is complex we need to adapt ourselves we need to be intelligent we need to be flexible we need to be creative so we can direct our focus and our evaluation on something that we can control okay so we can enjoy it and not feel pain and feeling disappointed by that so knowing that we need okay actually to make those evaluation we will go with sabrina that will talk about the jury and the judge that we have in our head to make those evaluation oh yeah and i realize maria why we said that in travel we see more people in reality is because traveling it's flexibility you will have different situation that you need to face on that you don't have to uh, to challenge with when you're at your home but you really know if people are flexible and creative when they are traveling you, you know that you can be you can have a bad day even if you are in machu picchu 
because we saw some people you are at the beautiful place in the world and you're not happy just because it's too hot hey you are in Machu Picchu please <laughs> but or there's too many people there okay they all want to see the same thing of you so <laughs> accepting it <laughs> yeah so we we will look how we evaluate situation because the judge and the jury it's just that for all situation we are evaluating is it good or not what should happen what what i must do what what is the the situation that i want in my life and if i don't have it how do i'm reacting and they presented we all have rules for all things in our life if i'm asking you the question do you have a great body you won't have the same rules to evaluate is it a great body or not but what is presenting here it's that maybe you're happy with your body because it's corresponding to your rules to your criteria maybe you're not happy with your body because it's not corresponding with your criteria but what we need to look it's are you sure that your criteria are great are they appropriate or not i can tell you when i was 20 and i was uh less than 100 pounds and i was looking to me thinking that was i'm not i'm too big my criteria was not good now i'm looking to the picture and i said oh my god i was so slim but at this moment it was not i was not happy with my body so i was bad with my body not because my body was not great just because my criteria was not great so we need to identify does my criteria are appropriate or not if i'm asking you the question are you a great lover and for me the first question that i'm asking me um what is the criteria to be a great lover <laughs> i wasn't sure in my head what what determine if i'm great or not <laughs> okay let's have some fun go in the chat and share with us are you a great <clears throat> sex partner i did not say sex bomb maria i just say lover oh it's oh sorry guys sorry <laughs> I have the criteria if, to know if I'm a sex bomb. I just don't have the criteria to know if I'm a great lover. <laughs> but because they say, okay, how do you evaluate that? It's because you're spending time with your husband or because he is happy. Because as we said, the circle of influence, I can do all what I want. How can I do to be a great lover? But if my evaluation to be a great lover is is my husband is happy or not i'm not in my circle of, of influence because maybe their criteria are not good so we really need to identify for me next question what is success for you what are your criteria for success because sometimes and I know that Marie-Pierre, you will talk about it sometime. Our criteria for success are so high 
that we always see us not in success. Yes, it's bring us to go higher, but we need to feel success in our life. So if I'm comparing myself, I need to be inspired and not say, oh, because I don't have those results, I'm not good. Did I'm, I achieving some success in my life? Yes, but what are those criteria? So every day in your life, they say that those rule, they name it as a rule, those rules are my shortcut in my head. And do I'm feeling pain or pleasure with something just because for my criteria, I achieve it or not. So yeah, you can be at the Machu Picchu and your criteria was to be alone on the picture. So there's other people there. You're, you're, you're not happy, but you're in Machu Picchu, but it was your dream. But your expectation, just because it's not the plan that we do, I always say it's cinema. Uh, you, you have a movie in your head? Just because it's not like the movie, you're not happy, but you not realize that you're not in the present right now. You're just comparing what you're living right now to the movie that you did in the past, to what it should be uh, to be a pleasant situation. So now, Marie-Pierre, uh, just present us, how can we evaluate to not, not focus on perfection, but focus to be really great in life? Exactly. Thank you, Sabrina. So yes, they call it, are you model or model or perfect? So there's two stories in the book that I really love to help you understand this concept of the rules and how we can see them in everyday life. So the first story is a conversation between a dad and his daughter. So one day she approached him and asked an interesting question. Daddy, how come things get modeled so easily? He asked her, what do you mean by model? She said, you know, daddy, when things aren't perfect, look at my desk right now. Stuff is all over the place. It's model. And just last night, I worked so hard to make it perfect, but things don't stay perfect. They get modeled so easily. He asked his daughter, show me what it's like when things are perfect. So she responded by moving everything on her shelf and into individually assigned position and said, there, daddy, now it's perfect, but it won't stay that way. So the dad asked her, what if I move your paint box over here 12 inches? Then what happened? She said, no, now it's model. Anyway, it will have be straight, not all crooked the way you put it down. Then he asked her, what if I move your pencil from this spot to the next one? Now you're making it model again, she responded. What if this book were left partially open, he continued. That's model too, she replied. So he turns to his daughter and said, honey, it's not that things get modeled so easily, it's that you have more ways for things to get modeled and you have only one way for things to be perfect. So we want excellence, but not perfection. But yes, most of us, we created numerous ways to feel bad and only one, uh, uh, one or a few ways to truly feel good. So what do you need? to be happening in your life to feel good. So what is those ways that you will truly feel good? So it's as if they're a vast and intricate network of neural pathway leading to the very state they're trying to avoid and yet 
they have only a handful of neural pathways that they are connected to pleasure. Another example, another story, it talked about in the book. So it's a, a, in a, a seminar of Tony Robbins. So he call it the classic example of people in their, in their seminar. So it's the example of a man who is attending the seminar and is a well-known Fortune 500 executive, a beloved by his community for his contribution, a father of five uh, who has a very close to a close relationship to his children and wife and a man who was physically fit is was a marathoner runner so we ask him are you successful and to the astonishment of all present he cried seriously answer no so we ask him what has to happen in order to feel successful so that's the kind of question you use to discover the rules of the person so what followed was a list of rigid rules and requirements that he felt he must meet in order to be successful in his life. So he had to earn $3 million a year in salary. He was currently earning only $1.5 million in straight salary, but an additional $2 million in bonuses. This didn't count though. He had, he had to have 8% of body fat. He was at 9%. He had to never get frustrated with his kid. Remember that he have five of them all going in different direction in life. So what do you think are this chance, this man's chance to feel successful when he has to meet all of these intense and unreasonable criteria sim simultaneously? Will he, ever, will he ever feel successful? And in contrast, there was another young man who, who and all, we all have noticed that he was practically bouncing off the wall because he had so much energy. So he seemed to be enjoying the seminar and life at the utmost. So he turned to him and asked him the same question. Are you successful? And he beamed back at, the, at him and said, absolutely. So he asked him, what has to happen in order for you to feel successful? And with a huge grin and explained, it's so easy. All I have to do is get up, look down, and see that I'm above ground. He continue every day above ground is a great day. So are you like the CEO or are you like this young man? So like the CEO who wasn't meeting his own rules, you could be winning and feel like you're losing because the scorecard you're using is unfair. And if you're, you've set up a system of rules, that caused you to feel frustrated, angry, hurt, or unsuccessful, now you have just a great pathway to go to uh, feeling uh, helpless. So just remember that <laughs> if you want to achieve great things, the truth is that you don't have to have ridiculously difficult rules to keep your drive. If a person makes, your, uh, makes their role too intense, now, it will um, give you the opposite direction. So the goal is to keep your ambition by winning every day. So keep in mind that yes, you want to keep uh, those goals and to have uh, big goals in your dream board, but keep in mind that yes, you need to keep winning every day. So what do you need to be winning every day? Is it just to uh, get up and look down and say, yes, I'm above ground today. <laughs> and be happy about it. So what do you need? Uh, what has to happen for you to be happy every day? Is it just to smile? So go ahead and smile. 
<laughs> your joy is your original nature. You don't need anything to be happening to you to be happy. Thank you. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. You know, you, you were talking as you were talking. That is the key. That is the key. How can you be happy all the time? Well, here's 12 pointers. Okay. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. How's that one? <laughs> okay. So here's 12 rules. Number one, stop hanging around negative people. If you're leaning in, write it down, talk about it at your meetings. Okay. Number two, stop comparing your life on people on social media. You know, you can make your social media look any way you want to. Trust me, what you see and what is reality is not the same thing. Number three, get excited about the simple things. You know, the, the, that flower trying to pierce the, the, the crust of the earth. Stop. Wait. Take a picture. Go, oh my God, it's a miracle. Okay. Get excited. Get odd with the simple things. Number four, stop isolating yourself. You're only going to make it worse. Number five, stop blaming others. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming. Just stop blaming. Number six, let go of control. Stop wanting to control everything to be your way. There's how many roads that lead to Rome that is how many ways there is to do the same task, okay? Stop complaining. Stop complaining. Every time you complain, shut up, okay? How can you say what you just said in glass half full? Number eight, stop wanting to impress others by buying clothes you can't afford, buying cars you can't afford, or simply not necessary. Okay. Number nine, stop being negative. Always ask yourself what is great about this situation. I'm, I'm going to go very, very, very far with this. When my mom passed away, I was 27 years old. She was 51. And I asked myself, what is great about this? That was the only way for me to overcome this deep sadness I had in my heart, a pain I cannot describe to you. And then my brain started. At least I had a mom for 27 years. At least I was able to talk, at least, at least, at least. And all of a sudden, the pain became gratitude. Okay, it just changes a whole lot in my life. Number 10, have goals. You can't not have goals. You, you can never be happy if you don't have goals. Number 11, stop giving in to fear. Jump. Trust me. Like, like the bird says to its newborn, okay, it's time. Grabs it by the neck and throws them down the nest. And now he has like three seconds to flap his wings or hit the asphalt. They never hit the asphalt. They survive. Well, once in a while we see a couple of dead ones, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> So then it's over, right? You're not to strive anymore. And, and the last one, the last one, live in the present. That's why it's called the present. I know you've heard it many, many times. Oh, the present's called the present because the gift isn't today. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's not, oh, again. No, when you're living in the past, you are depressed. You are continuously in a depressive mode. When you're always living in the future, you are continually living anxiety. 
The only place that there is peace is in the present. Okay, so let go. Ask yourself, am I responding to these 12 criterias? Remember, perfection is impossible. By the way, if anybody, you know, followed Catholic religion like me, there was one perfect man, was called Jesus Christ. We crucified him. So don't stop striving for perfection. We're going to crucify you. Is that good enough to give it up? Okay. So don't strive for perfection, but rather strive for excellence. Because when you're striving for excellence, now you have room for imperfection. You have room to be compassionate. You have room to make mistakes. You have room to look at failures and learn from them. That's what I want to leave you off with today, all right? So thank you for being with us. If you enjoyed, please share. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about how leaders eat last so we can be winners together. Remember, we are only better and greater together. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a wonderful Wednesday.